every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. <laughs> what? I feel like a young no one. Write to us. We're very friendly. <laughs> Much love. Welcome to another great episode of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. This edition is episode number 37. Once again, my name is Matthew. The guy across from me is... They call me Jeremy. Unfortunately, we do not have Chris with us today, but he is here in spirit as he always is. Uh, welcome back, guys. We're so excited to have you. Hope all of you guys had a great Thanksgiving, uh, a great Black Friday, a great future Cyber Monday, and I hope you guys just have a great overall weekend. How was your Thanksgiving, bud? Uh, not too shabby. Uh, COVID kind of puts a little damper on things. Mm -hmm. um, Unfortunately, you know, you're not really get able to get uh, with everybody, but you know, my mom's family, and it all went pretty well. Awesome, awesome. Can't did complain. You, How about you? Did you eat a lot? Not the, you I know, feel surprisingly, like, yeah, me neither. Because we ate pretty early. Mm -hmm. So normally, how my family goes is we kind of have three meals mm -hmm. in one day. So yeah. we have like a lunch and lunch, dinner, dinner type thing. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, no, this no, year no, it makes sense. With the way everything was going, curfew, 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. uh, we ate, like, at 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of weird because, like, you know, that, that's a weird point to eat because it'll fill you up for, like, most of the day if you have a big enough and meal. you'll still be kind of hungry later on, though. And you get hungry, like, at, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah, and like, it sucks. What the hell is this? So I had one of those moments. How about yours? Uh, it was do? good. I just went to one spot. Usually, uh, same with you. I have, like, a certain kind of thing that we do. Go to two family sides, but this time only went to one. Of course, like you said, uh... What do you call it? The curfew as well. Kind of got back pretty early. Didn't eat that much. So, still delicious though. Was that designed not to eat a lot? Or you know, you just weren't feeling the food? Uh, no, the food was great. I just, I think it was the time. Because usually when I do it, the two families, I eat once like at two or three. Like you would say, and you eat later on. But this time we just met and we ate like at seven. And that's it. Done and bingo. I played Moncala though. I haven't played that in a while. Well, uh, hey, how did, funny. Did you so did I. I won on that one. Um, Yeah, so I have a... Quick horror story on just food really quick. Oh, I yeah, had to yeah, one time. So ahead. one time I had a lunch at yeah. like noon, eight, drove over to, that one was Culver. So I went to San Gabriel, went to my grandpa's. Yes. We ate like at noon to like two, like one thirty two. Yeah. And that whole time it's kind of just like eating. Yes. Then boom, bounce. Got to get to Culver City. Went to Culver City, ate again, like at 3.30. Yes. Bounce. Ate, ate for an hour, hour and a half. Boom. Got to bounce again. I had to eat again. It was the worst feeling I've ever had. Oh, dude, that's it was just, just that's I was so just overstuffing. Part of it is like you don't want to say like, oh, I don't want your food. Yeah, so of I'm course. Go eat again, right? And everybody, like, why aren't you eating my food? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, suck it up. Stay one for the team today. <laughs> and the worst part is like when I when this happened was like three four years ago. So over the past year. I put on weight. Yeah. Three, four years ago, I was probably like a soaking 125. Yeah, I got and you. And I couldn't eat I at all. Yeah, you probably were not having a good time there. No, so it was just like that an overstuff, and it was you. the worst thing ever. But that was my little horror story for the day. Sorry about that, but I'm, hey, that was four years ago. That's a great thing. Now exactly. we're just a new time. But I'm glad everyone enjoyed I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let us know how it went. But they should let us know how it went. DM us. Email us. We're friendly. We are very friendly. Um, so today's random question today is going to be brought to you by Jeremy. Okay, awesome. I'm bringing you the game. Uh, last week marked the 30th year The Undertaker was involved in WWE. He actually oh, had gosh. his retirement. Yes, I, I've heard that. The I've 30 heard that. year retirement. I knew that. Um, 
I think it was like the exact same day Survivor Series is when he debuted. Okay, cool. 30 years ago. 30 years ago, wow. So today's game, I know you're not a WWE guy. I'm not, I'll try my best though. At all, so I... You know, originally I was going to come in and be like, hey, it's one of the legends. Like, this is like the Michael Jordan like wrestling type thing. Yeah. Give me your favorite match. But I'm like, man, you don't know wrestling like that. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know I'll wrestling you, like that. I'll but I'll I can give, give you a match or something like that, right? Yeah, sure. So today I decided to mix it up. Okay. I have five theme songs. Okay. Tell me who the wrestler is. Okay, cool. I like this. I like because I do know wrestlers. I just know names. I don't know. I can do my best to kind of fit it in. Great choice. I like this. Yeah, I guess. All right. I'll so do my best though. Song number one. Okay. Okay. I am a Okay. Maddie. Yes. What song is that? Or who, I'm not song. I'm yeah. sorry. Who's the wrestler? What okay. wrestler comes out to that? All right. I don't know. Okay. This is again a flyer on this one okay all right i have no idea do not watch this so don't get don't get on me guys i'm sorry should i get on it i probably should am i one of those people who's like oh do i know wrestling oh yeah the rock okay see exactly don't know anything if i had to guess for some reason that music goes with one guy kind of know i'm gonna guess Shawn michaels Ooh, is that a so decent close guess? Yet so far, no. So Shawn Michaels actually comes out to "Sexy Boy." Oh, "Sexy Boy." The, of course, that's his name, sexy right? "Sexy Boy." Yeah, yeah. I'm not your boy. Okay, <laughs> that's what I had to sing to all the ladies. Is this guy still wrestling? No, this guy's—he's retired. He's been long gone retired. I decided to give you Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk Hogan's walk. Wow, see, that's and that's an easy one. That should be an easy one. That's Hypothetically like a, speaking, that should have been an easier one. No, it's okay. I've never seen—I've never seen Hulk Hogan like in an actual match. No. I think I've only seen one WrestleMania like ten or, or fifteen. I think I just remember when he, him versus Rock. That's yeah, the only one I've seen. He came back, right? I think yeah. There's a little time in my life where I was kind of watching wrestling, but I never really got there. Oh uh, no! So at least you're both this. white. Yes, I I probably watched wrestling when I was like five six. Yeah. Because my mom's family used to watch it, so we watched it together. Right. Okay. We talked about it. Stopped watching it, and then I went into seventh grade. And uh, my roommate person that sat next to me all the time was, do you remember Travis? Uh, I, I um, couldn't give you a last name. H? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Hi, okay. Is it Hoppenheim or something like that? Hoppenheim or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he watched it. He was like avid. Like he had a, gotcha. a raw episode in like 15 years or something like that, or wow. 10 years at the time, right? So I was like, this guy's big into it. He was my friend. And I started watching it again and kind of got back into oh, it. Oh, that's so awesome. That's cool. I had a pretty good time, I feel like. And I was like... It is fun so to watch. You, I'm not saying it's not. You probably but. won't know, but like at, at the end of like Attitude Era, mm-hmm. they kind of brought in like the Ruthless Aggression Era. That's what they define it by. Gotcha. Yeah, I know so this like era. I, re- I remember this era. Gotcha. Batistas and all yes, that kind of yes. guys. Batista Bomb. Exactly. There you got go, it. Maddie. I know so, a few. I mean, a little, a little bit. I know a little bit. So yeah, I got okay. into that and then kind of bounced out later on because uh, Michael McGee decided to give his sister a Batista Bomb on the stairs. And you got in trouble? And then we all got in, Well, they got in trouble, so then I wasn't able to really watch it. Had nobody else to watch it anymore. <laughs> okay. So here's song number two. All right. First song was Hulk Hogan, song number two. Okay, I'm hoping you just get one right. That's all I'm, I'm going for. Okay. That's easy. I gave you an easy one. That's an easy one. That's John Cena. That is John Cena. For sure. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Mostly helped because of a lot of memes and stuff with that music, so. Yes, I, but I, knew, I, remember. I had a feeling that's what it was going to be for you, but you got one. Yes, thank you. Guys, one. Okay, let's go for two. Let's go for two. I mean, it's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Who is it? Fuck. <laughs> um, shit. 
Uh, is he still wrestling? Can I at least get no? He's not. He's done. He's too. still part of the company, but no. Oh, okay, okay. Like he he. will never see him out on the ring, but he's still part of the company. He's he still does the, work well, with them. Gotcha. He'll be in the ring, just not wrestling. Is that he right? He never really even shows up to. Oh, the he ring. doesn't show up. Okay, so it's not the guy I was gonna go with. Dang it, man. Oh, I this is I don't know I don't know so I'm just gonna random name here, um, Rikishi. That is not Rikishi. <laughs> uh, good try though. That is actually Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That Stone Cold Steve That's Austin his? coming to the ring with a couple of beers and a lot of middle fingers for you. Yeah, damn. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin too. Can you tell me his finisher? Do you remember it? Um, isn't it Ice Cold something? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Song number four. Okay, yeah. I couldn't give you the rest. Right? That's the rock. That was the rock, but that was not. I don't know where you got the bum, but the bum. Oh, I guess. Okay, I didn't, I didn't hear your bum. I didn't hear the do do do. I forgot about okay, that. Okay, but there you go. You got two, Maddie. You have two. Okay, I'm, 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 I can go to sleep. You'll be okay happy with now. that, yes. All right, here's the last one. Okay, for the, for this is for the thirty years. Exactly, I know that one. Well done, Maddie. Okay, really Maddie, quick, just to, three out of five. Like, okay, it's That's pretty good I, for you. And those are pretty easy. But I'll I'll throw a couple of wrestling names that I might know. Obviously, Undertaker. I remember he had a brother. I think his name was Kane. Correct. Um, I think obviously, uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. I remember he was Correct. very famous. Rey Mysterio. Um, who else did I know? Uh, that's John Cena. No, I know that's John Cena. There's another guy with a hair. Go uh, Booker T. Okay, I remember Booker T. Only because I remember he used to be. Uh, what did he say? Oh, can you uh, can you dig it, sucker? Right? Yeah. Run, 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 run. yeah. Okay. <laughs> can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Other than that, um, but thank you for reminding me that because people who are big movie fans watch wrestling with my family. Oh, I liked it. You watched it. I watched it. Good film. Pretty the one good. With about Page. About Page. Yep. Yeah. P- pretty solid film. Yeah, it you know what? Of- it actually wasn't that bad. Um. It's just kind of cool to see like the come up, yeah. And I think they did like that ending scene when she makes it, yes, to become like the makes it to the actual WDB and has the actual mm-hmm. thing. That was they kind of replayed the exact same way her match went, yep. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was the exact same um, person too that she faced. I don't, yeah, I don't I, know who I, it was right now, but, but it was the exact same girl that the real page faced. Exactly. So someone who likes wrestling, who like you can say he likes wrestling, pretty yeah. you know knows about it pretty, a decent amount like you. You liked it. Someone who didn't know anything about it. I liked it as well. That was a good movie. So just throw it out there. No, that was a good uh, one. But that, that was, was a good movie. I recommend was a, it. That was a good game. Alrighty. So now moving on to our sport updates of the week. We are moving on, and we're going to be starting with the NBA just to finalize some deals here that we were talking about earlier. Mr. Gordon Hayward is now an official member of the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, sign and trade. As you uh, mentioned here, basically just uploading the contract as Boston will also send. Two second rounders for a conditional second rounder, right? Is it just back pretty much yeah, going so back? Yeah, it's, it's basically going to come out to nothing. <laughs> it's basically even. just giving him. It's um, even, but you're just signing and trading. Yeah, it's considered a sign and trade because the Charlotte Hornets will be getting a trade exception in order to fit him in. Mm-hmm, so exactly. that's gonna, it's like a $27.5 million, the biggest trade exception ever in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the two round, the second round picks for Charlotte is or going I'm sorry yeah the second round pick going to Boston only happens if the Charlotte finishes as a top five NBA team nine out of ten times not happening right yeah this is only like it's gonna happen especially with the Charlotte it's not like we're getting a Clippers or a Lakers kind of thing no and which is kind of surprising is I believe they're also getting two second rounders which are like 
2023, yeah. 2024, like way in the future. Pretty interesting. You get to you get him and two picks later on. But I think that's just willing to take on the money. Of course. I got you. I got you. Um, in other news, uh, Nicholas Batum, who I felt for some reason was out of the league. I f- forgot no, that. He's been in the league cashing checks. I know, right? If he'd been out of the league for me, just mentally maybe even checked out. Uh, obviously, he had that nice run with uh, Portland. Portland when they got when they're running with uh, Dame, Wes Matthews, and LaMarcus Aldridge. He is now, of course, going to be. I believe he is also going to be waived, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's been, been waived, waived by the Hornets. There's and, a couple teams looking at him, and but it looks like he's going to be. He's planning to sign with the Clippers. Yeah, and uh, for those who don't remember, he's part of that era of the uh, Timothy Mozgov, Luol Deng, mm-hmm. um, big deals that kind of came out. Alan Crabtree, I think, was part of it. Yeah, um, there's a hand Evan for uh, not Evan for the Evan Turner was part of it. Oh my These goodness, guys Evan got, Turner, like, yeah, crap loads of money because of salary cap. Like, went up, like, $50 million. So then everybody's like, oh, well, we got to overpay now. And that's exactly what happened. This guy got, like, damn near a max deal for... Yeah. Like, he was a starter at the time, but he was one of those guys where if you put him somewhere else... Is questionable whether or not he's a starter. I agree. Yeah, he's he's a, he he when when he signed his deal, he was a solid like guy to have, but he just kind of not for the money, and he's just kind of washed out now. So I don't know, hopefully he can kind of find because I I was a fan of him. I thought he was a good player. Uh, moving on, Hall of Fame uh, announced that we'll be pushed back for another year, but of course we do have three big names that we wanted to mention: um, Kobe Bryant, of course, uh, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett. Yeah, we possibly one of the greatest uh, Hall of Fame classes. I, oh, ever. I, I definitely agree. Um, any favorite moments you'd like to share, Jared? Something short, sweet that you want to remember? Obviously, with Kobe, we have Kobe, so many. There's, there's just so many. There's so I, many I've stories. Named them all. Uh, you can go 81. You can go 2010. You can go uh, 2011. Yeah. Even for yeah. it, it doesn't matter what Kobe. Everybody knows mm-hmm. our affinity here for affinity. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. For here for team Kobe. affinity. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Tim Affinity. And um, so I'm going to give you my Tim Duncan. Not Tim Duncan, but Kevin Garnett is just, when I think of Kevin Garnett, I think of just intensity. Of course. And of course. I just remember him kind of just yelling before every game. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole little, <sighs> yeah. Yes. That, when I think of Kevin Garnett, that's what I think of. And I also think of, he's kind of, I don't want to say he's the first. Cause I don't think he necessarily is the first one. But yeah. he's kind of like a stretch four. Yeah. Stretch five. He's True. the first, not first, but like he's one of those guys where he could take you out to the perimeter. Kind of. Take your center, take your four. Getting that movement slowly into. Exactly. That. He's uh-huh. not shooting the threes necessarily, but he was able to take you out 18 feet. Yeah. Knock right, down yeah. the J. That's, so to me, when I think of him, that's what I think of. Cool. How about you? Um, uh, Quick short stories for three. Kobe, I would say not off the court. I'm going to go with. Watching his Muse uh, movie that was amazing. Oh, yeah, you ever get a one. chance to see you guys watch it? It's amazing. He talks about his life. He talks about basketball. He talks about possibly not even going to the Lakers, possibly going to college from you know not even going to high school straight to the NBA. Really cool stories. Of course, when he meets his uh, his wonderful wife Vanessa, they talk about Disney and all that stuff. It's really nice. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, not something on this. I'm gonna try to do anything off the court. Um, Tim Duncan, funny ass story. Actually, it is on the court, but he's not playing. Gets kicked out for not even saying anything out of the game. You yeah. guys ever look at go on YouTube says put Tim Duncan gets tossed out of the game by, I think the Crawford. Joey Crawford, Crawford. yeah, uh, for no reason. Basically, he was just laughing and he gets kicked out. And you know, Tim Duncan, the nicest man in the world, probably no emotion. He just gets kicked out. No, yeah. Um, and then if you guys remember, also look up Tim Duncan's commercials. There's hilarious commercials of him way back in the day when uh, a cop's trying to give him a, 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 a speeding ticket and Tim Duncan, with his very 
mysterious stern look makes the cop actually decrease the speed that he was going. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> and he finally smiles at the end. That's an old big commercial. Fundamental. And then uh, Kevin Garnett. Yes, big fundamental. And then Kevin Garnett, big ticket. Uh, for me, Kevin Garnett, the little short story. Again, go on YouTube, guys. This is a lot of fun. It's just fun watching these videos. You guys all know what it means to go on YouTube and just go in. How did I end up in this video? Uh, Kevin Garnett uh, talking about Sam Cassell. If you guys know Cam, uh, Sam Cassell, very good player. Um, with uh, He was, used to play with the Timberwolves, with Boston Celtics, all everywhere. that stuff. He's, he's been, been everywhere. Good player, though. Kevin Garnett makes fun of the way the guy talks. He says he doesn't <laughs> understand what he says. He says every time he speaks to him, he goes, and you just see a part of Kevin Garnett go, what are you saying? And I thought, honestly, I remember watching it as a kid, and I thought it was effing hilarious. Have you seen his story about uh, Michael? Jordan? Yeah. What do you what do you say? So this is rookie year, Michael's last year, I believe it yeah, is with the Bulls, probably, right? It's yeah. like the ninety six, ninety seven, right there, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so he, he's going on the court and Minnesota's actually up playing the Bulls, they're playing well. I can't remember who the guy was. It was their, one of their main guys. You know, apparently he was giving it to Michael, mm-hmm. dropping buckets and Kevin Garnett, Yeah, you get him. Tell that <laughs> little that he can't handle yep. you. You go out there, you drop those buckets <laughs> and he, he looks at me like, Hey, like Chill out, man. Just chill out. Like you don't know what you're doing. You're like, nah, if that, like, blah blah blah. And he yeah. keeps talking. You're like, Mike, they, they they call you Black Jesus. You ain't nobody. I don't know. Oh, He's just talking God. and talking and talking. Bye bye. And uh, they get to the bench, and I guess Michael co- goes up to. I can't remember his name right now. It's killing me. He goes up to him and like, you better tell your boy to calm down. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> He's like, Mike. He doesn't know. He's new to the league. I'm I telling him. Like, yeah. Uh huh. Like, I'm sorry. You know, I'll let him know. Yeah. He goes back. He's like, hey, Mike says, knock it off, man. Uh, it's not gonna be good for us. Like, yes. knock it off already, man. I know I'm doing good. Just shut up. Yes, yes, yes. And he goes back on the court, and about five minutes go by, six minutes go by, and Jordan's just dropping buckets. Oh, I think he, he walks out with like a forty piece for sure. And Easy. He, he walks up. The uh, Timberwolves are getting blown out. He comes up to him. He's like, "What happened, young buck? You guys are done already?" Oh. And Michael's still on the court because they're blowing him out by yeah. like twenty five, thirty. Oh my gosh. And he, freaking Michael. That KG kind of looks at him. He's like, I'm so sorry. Never again. Never, never again. And KG, that's a rookie KG. So imagine later KG. That would have been funny. Um, last thing I wanted to do before we move on to our next segment is last episode we talked about our Eastern way too early power uh, rankings. Today we won't go as in depth, but a little bit of a. Uh, just wanted to let you know on what they thought on the teams. Can I guess them? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Uh, who do you think is going to come in last? Of course, guys, this is the Western as Conference. In 16th or an 8th? Technically, this is 15th. Oh, okay, 15. You got the last place team. Last plus last place team. Who do you think the the NBA NBA.com is ranking to be the worst team coming in? Like, you know, as in power rankings. Of no, course. I understand. Um that's a San Antonio on there? No, well, no everyone's I, on here, but no, I mean like I'm I can't I'm kind of like stuck. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you I'm San Antonio is in the bottom 3, but they're not the last they're one. They're not the last one. Man, I was yeah. guessing San Antonio. Uh, yeah, which is not not a bad guess. Trying to think of the West and I'm getting stuck here. Uh there's no way it's the Grizzlies, right? No, it's not the Grizzlies. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give Pelicans. you I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a hint. The reason why I'm asking why the 15th is cuz I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised. Is it the Suns? Nope. You're surprised by it. I'm a little surprised. The Warriors. No, not even not the Warriors. This Kings. is the team that made the the, the, playoffs the playoffs last year. Yep, they made the playoffs. Portland, nope. Man, who is it? It is the team that now has George Hill, Al Horford, and more, 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 and more picks. OKC, the OKC really? Thunder. They believe are they are ranking them as the fifteenth. 
power, uh, you know, strength, you know power. It, it makes sense to me. Um, it does. They don't I have too many su- pieces around Shea. I agree. I agree. I was just a little surprised only because, you know, they made the playoffs. So usually teams that I know, I don't think he fall that much, but uh, Sacramento I, Kings. I would say the only issue is that they kind of blew up the team. Yes, they kept Shea, but mm-hmm. they got rid of everybody else. That's true. That's true. Um, so 14th coming in, 14th is the Sacramento Kings. Uh, 13th, the San Antonio Spurs that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. 12, Minnesota Timberwolves. 11, New Orleans Pelicans. Imagine having the number one pick. Two number one picks and the number two pick and still being that being, low. Yep, being that low. Tenth uh, place is going to be the Grizzlies. Ninth, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, my God. I know, it's pretty low. The eighth, Phoenix Suns. What? Seventh, Houston Rockets. Number six, Dallas Mavericks. And, of course, the last five spots belong to the Utah Jazz, the Portland Trail Blazers, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Denver Nuggets, and the Clippers. You missed the Pelicans. I said the Pel- Pelicans are in 10th. Who the hell is sorry, doing the, this power sorry, sorry, ranking? Sorry, the Pelicans are in 11th. Oh, my gosh. So before we end this NBA segment, I gave you the five teams in the top five, which is L.A., Denver. I'm sorry, L.A., L.A. times two. Denver, Utah, and, of course, the Portland Trailblazers. So how do you think they racked them up? Lakers won. Yep. Uh, number two. <sighs> they're still going to have love. Is it the Clippers? Yep. Number three would be Denver. Yep. Number four. What was the top? Uh, the last two are either Portland or Utah. Utah, Portland. Utah, Portland. That is correct. That is how they're going. Dallas yeah. takes that number six spot, like I said already. But yeah, you're the. Well, we talked Dallas about it with Chris over as the well. Warriors. Dallas over New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns oh in eighth gosh. spot. So interesting, interesting rankings. I thought the who did this? Do you have the name on who did this? I I'm can, gonna call him because yeah, this is freaking you. nonsense. It's John Schumann. John and Schumann. And that's NBA.com. You're messing up this power rank. Yeah, which and is interesting because when I, when we did the Eastern one, yeah, we had some differences, but I thought they were a little more on. Uh, the Western one's a little off. I mean, the first two I see, I guess, the Clippers, one and two, Lakers, one and two. Even Denver, I'll give them that. But mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight, I think, hmm, we'll see. For we'll me, see. I think Utah would be on the outs. Out of Utah the top out, five. Yeah, no, Utah just out. Oh, you don't like Utah. I have, I have Utah out, New Orleans in, and the Warriors are going in. I think it's going to be Dallas. Mm, interesting. Okay. All right. As great of a player Luka is, I still think the Warriors are better. There, and I think New Orleans is going to take another step. All righty. Well, well I, I understand why you think about New Orleans. I think they are going to be better. I don't know if they're going to be as better as you. As I think, think they're going to be in the playoffs, like without a doubt, in the playoffs. Without a doubt. I like that. We'll do some predictions before the season starts, obviously, guys. It'll be a lot of fun trying to see where it starts. Season starts in December. It's coming up. December 22nd. It's coming Game up. One. December 22nd. All right, moving Pre-season's on. like December 11th. Yeah, of course, preseason. Got to do it. Um, MLB, MLB, Major League Baseball. Feels like a long time since we talked about that. Uh, still on that riding that championship high, but guess what? Slowly but surely, we got to get back to reality and let's let's get another one. So as things go by, we have some news on some potential movement for MLB free agents. Uh, one that is a major uh, is a reliable source that looks like it's gonna happen. Mister uh, Mike Miner heading to the Kansas City Royals on a two-year deal. Of course, Mike Miner mm-hmm. um, had, had a had nice a with them before. Yeah, he had a nice year. I think it was two years ago. Last year wasn't as good, but still got traded. And now, two-year deal in Kansas City, which probably looks like a, a nice fit with him. It was uh, ESPN's Jeff Passan is the one who reported that. Minor 33, even though he's got a lot of gray in his beard. He looks a lot older. I think he had a 277 ERA with the Royals the first time coming out of the bullpen. 
kind of re-solidified his name. As yeah, a, you're right. As a good pitching um, piece. Um, has moved to the bullpen after signing with the Royals in 2017, going 6-6, six and 6 six saves, and 2.5 ERA. There you go. So not bad. Um, the Rangers, lefty out of the bullpen, Yeah, sure. and then Rangers signed him in 2018. Uh, he went 26. Starter, and, right? Yeah, 26 and 18. Not bad. 2018 um, was in 2019, earning his first All Star nod. So also pretty good as well. Do you have his ERA right there? I think it's like a two something. Uh, or I low do, three. I don't have his ERA, but I remember it was below three. His career ERA is 3.98. So he's a solid uh, major league pitcher. It w- depends if he comes out of the bullpen or yeah, starts. So just last year he had a little bit of rough season. Again, a lot of these players who had rough seasons are going to be. You gotta give them a little bit of leniency because of this COVID short season, season a sixty so game sprint, depend. and uh, not the right buildup. Exactly. So uh, good for Mike Miner. Another look for him. I'm not gonna lie. I hope he stays there for two years so he can kind of settle down. But look for him most likely to get probably traded again. More than likely. More than if likely. He's, if he's having another great year, he's gonna be on the market. And Kansas City is people who need uh, a market, a team that needs to, you know, if their players are good and they're not probably not part of their future, you gotta trade them to get some some quality back because they're not gonna. I'm surprised they haven't got rid of Mondesi yet. Yeah, I don't think he hasn't done as well as he would hope. I think he was pretty good last year, but I don't think not this last the year. Year before. Year before. But I'd again, be looking to see him get moved because they have Bobby DeWitt, who I believe is a shortstop as well is. and is their top prospect, and he'll probably be coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, good. Um, oh, one more that yeah, we talked more. about is um, Mr. George Springer from those banging Astros. He is in deep talks with the Blue Jays to be their starting center fielder. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I would have to take a look at the Blue Jays outfield. I can't think of it right now. I know I have the Guriel out there. I think it's Guriel and left, and I think you're yeah, we're running Oscar. to Oscar Hernandez. I think the center field is a little spot that's been missing ever since Pilar left. You know, you, you might be right. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the greatest fit. Are you ready to contend as the Blue Jays? Mm-hmm. That's the question for me. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. I, I see them. They, they can depends. make the playoffs. Like yeah. if they if they go back to the old format where it's three divisions and your two wild cards. Do you see them really as a second wild card or mm. a top two wild card? It'll be tough. They'll have to play. They'll they'll be like that. Really, right now they're a good team that just might miss out. Exactly. That's so how I feel like I don't think they're do a bad you think team Springer anymore. Makes puts them into playoff contention. That's think, the question. I think it makes them a little more dangerous. I think what they need help is more. They need to address is more pitching for me than offense. Oh yeah, well, offense slowly like we talked about. You got Vlad Guerrero Jr. You have. Um, they had a bad year this year too. I know he had a bad year, but you you're hoping that he he turns it around. Bo Bichette. Kevin uh, Biggio. Yeah, yeah Biggio. Uh, you have, like I said, Teoscar Hernandez, Gurriel. Those are two good left fielder, right fielder combinations. And, of course, if you had George Springer, offense is set, I think. Maybe not the best, but you you have a contending offense. Now you just need to move on to pitching. You have Hunjin Ryu, of course, who I still think will getting up there in age, but he's a pitcher. He'll be yeah, able to he contribute. top three in the finalist. Uh, exactly. Robbie Ray um, is out there still. Robbie Ray is still out there. You know, you have our boy Strip out there. Ross, Ross, Ross Stripling. Cool. They have uh, Sean Foley-Reed, I believe his name yeah, is. Yeah, and then the, their main guy is Nate Pearson. They're hoping that guy really... Nate Pearson. Be, that guy's nasty. No, he's got electric stuff. You know, you say those names, and it sounds like they could have a decent mm-hmm. rotation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's, to me, it's just too hard to compete in the East. No, I agree. I got to go face the Yankees 18 times. I got to go face the Rays 18 times. If we're being honest with each other, how many wins is that? No, you're, you're completely right. I just think that they are a team that is, as long if they get hot at the right time, they can make some noise. No, definitely. I think that's how it goes. Because usually from the East, you usually get those two boppers, whoever it is. If it's mm-hmm. Yankees, Red Sox, Red Sox, Rays, Rays, uh, Yankees. I think we're going to see a, a repeat of Yankees, Rays. I, I think so, too. I just think that the Blue Jays will definitely, if they play well, 
it could take some wins away from both teams and then make it interesting. Well, tell me this. Do you think they're better than the White Sox? Do I think the Ray, uh, the Blue Jays are better than the White Sox? No, I don't. The Twins? Maybe. The Twins scare me. <laughs> the Twins, they're a regular season team. I was going to yeah. say the Indians, but we don't know if Francisco Lindor is going to be Exactly. There. I don't know about that. The A's? The A's, too. They, something about the Rays, I mean, sorry, uh, the Twins and the A's just don't give me a lot of confidence to really say. No, it's understandable. Uh, Angels? I think they're better than Angels. Uh, Astros? I don't think they're better than the Astros. I, that's about how many yeah. teams I give you right now. No, you're right. You're so right. it's going to be very tough for them. No, it'll be tough. It'll Maybe be Springer tough. puts them over the top. Maybe not. Um, I still see them in, in a Mets or Angels uniform. Interesting. Okay, interesting. I did hear Toronto as a possible location out of those three, so I'm not surprised by it, but we'll see if things go through. Did you hear the... I, I know it's not on the thing, but there's a rumor about them trying to snap up another Dodger. Oh, really? Who is that? Redbeard. Really? Oh yeah, yes, I did hear about that. Uh, that they're Justin trying, they're, they want to, they're listening to Justin There's a Turner. rumor out there. Hmm. Interesting. Professional hitter to put around Vladdy Bobachet. Yeah, not the worst and, idea. And, and DH as well. Exactly, you're guaranteed a DH. You're guaranteed a DH. Play some first, play some third. Cause I think Vladdy got moved over to first, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I think they got somebody else there at third, but I'm not positive. Nah, I don't think it's anybody from. Whether the, you you put Vladdy back or you use yeah. Justin there, DH time, it makes it easier. Yeah, and then you know Andrew Freeman, rightfully so. I think it's a, a respectful quality of him, um, just telling his free agents to be or who are free agents, hey man, do what's best for you first before just saying I want to be back right away. You gotta look out for yourself. If we're able to find something together, let's do it. If not, you know, no hard feelings. Don't yeah, don't hinder your your uh, your career to stay your, here. Exactly, exactly. So I like what you came up with today. Great idea. Uh, we do have um, Hall of Fame people who are up. potential Hall but of Fame. Yeah, it came out the other day. The the candidates were coming out the ballot. Yep. The uh, twenty twenty one last year, was, the highlight was Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to get your opinion, Matty, on the 2021 possible class. I like this. I like this a, a lot. So, uh, before you, s- you say anything, um, you used to have this conversation with my pops um, a f- few times. We I always used to ask him, I was obviously I got older playing baseball, how do you know if someone's a Hall of Famer or not, right? And I think we discussed this in a couple episodes before, maybe right in the beginning, right in the beginning. Yeah, no, we talked about it before, yeah. Right? Uh, but... If I don't know if I stated this or I'm bringing up to uh, this up to you now, when you say a name in baseball, you should know automatically who's in the Hall of Fame, right? I think yeah, we to me that's this, what right? it is. Um, there's a certain greatness about you mm-hmm. that says, you know what, he's one of the greatest to do it. Yeah, you don't. You shouldn't have to think about it. We're kind of agreeing on that, right? Yeah, no. I so think so. I give you, if I give you, um, you know, Babe Ruth, so yeah, Hall of yeah, Famer. Hall of Obviously, all these guys, Mike Trout. Guy who has not More retired yet. He could retire tomorrow and be in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. We, there's no disagreement between mm-hmm. us. Clayton Kershaw. No Hall disagreement, right? Exactly. So that's what I feel like is a Hall of Fame. I do understand that things have changed so, a little like bit. The there's question not... mark would be, I think, nowadays. Chase yeah. Utley. Yeah, tough. Ten years ago. You don't you don't look at him. You're, yeah. you're probably like Hall of Great. Hall of Great, yes. These numbers have gotten so big in these Hall of Fame debates. Because to me, a person like Mike Mussina... Uh-huh. It's Hall of Great. I agree with you, Hall of Great. I, I don't uh, know if it's just me. I have a higher standard for what it is. No, I think, and there's a guy on this list we'll talk about in a second who I feel is Hall of Great, and what puts him over why he probably Mike Messina in his case made it is because of longevity. Exactly. Right. He was. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, here. he was very good. Like Mike Messina might have been elite for two to three years, but then was really good 
pretty much the rest of the career was never really bad, right? There's yeah. not a guy you're like, oh, yeah, he had a horrible season. No, no, this guy's really good the whole time. Maybe there, not. I see some people on this list that would be like, yeah, he's had horrible seasons. Mm-hmm. To me, what just makes the the Hall of Fame is that you had an extensive period. Mm-hmm. To me, probably more than five or six years. Agree. Let's just say seven to ten years of dominance, like absolute dominance. Yeah. I'm not going to count your rookie year against you, and I'm not going to count your last year against you. Yeah, I've, that's I just it's, me. That's fair. Like it's the same thing. Uh, another guy that we forgot to mention, Albert Hose. He's a he's a Hall of Famer. The problem with him is you you're thinking about his last. <laughs> three years, Unfor- no, three, four years, right? Unfortunately, with Albert, it's like his last seven years. Yeah, for, I mean, yeah, I was trying to be nice. The problem, but but that tells pre, you how good he pre was. Pre-Angels, one of the best players to ever exactly. play. Exactly, that tells you how good he was with St. Louis. Like, you exactly. just be like, dude, you, you can just take away the Angels career, St. Louis, that, that, that MLF is a Hall of Famer. For exactly. Sure. You know how many times I didn't want to face uh, Albert Pujols every time the Dodgers face him? I'm like, God, this motherfucker's going to fucking yeah. fuck us up again. Yeah, but no, we always played against him in the playoffs. It was the worst <laughs> thing ever. I, I hate that guy. I, I had a real disdain for him for the longest yeah. time just because I he's a Dodger killer. Not only that, I just felt like a lot of publicity. I was like, I don't see it, guys. Yeah. But then I look back, I'm looking at his number, I'm like, Nah, he's, oh my god nah, like, This guy was amazing yeah, He was nasty uh, But cool I'm glad that we kind of Discussed this But we do understand At the same time There are different parameters Now that you have to See there, it different with things to look We have to at. see it With um, a different lens Obviously with new analytics I think we've discussed it As well War has played big into this uh, You know for pitchers It's been like You know their FIP Or whatever Their fielding They've been in pitching mm-hmm. All that stuff So um, Since you made this Let's go ahead and Let's go, let's ahead, go ahead And start however you were thinking I say let's start with A controversial one Yes um, Barry Bonds is on mm-hmm. his Ninth year on the ballot Yes We know what he is All time home run leader All time walk leader Yes Hit, He's just under 300 I think it is for his career mm-hmm. I know your opinion already mm-hmm. You're no you, you don't like Barry I don't I'm not a big fan of Barry Like I would not be mad If he gets in Only because I do understand Right what he did Before the, the juice he was already going to be a Hall of Famer, pretty much. I didn't watch him play because, unfortunately, obviously, I was not born there. But I do, um, I give, you know, I do think my dad has, knows the game of baseball. I trust him a lot. This guy said, Barry Boswell, he was watching him. One of the best players he ever seen in his life playing the game. Mm-hmm. That aspect, <clears throat> he's probably, he, I wouldn't be mad. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying probably you would probably just, in his, a Hall of Fame speech or his Hall of Fame plaque or his Hall of Fame whenever you go to Cooperstown because I think he will get in eventually. Um, there'll just be a part where, you know, was known to use steroids or was caught using steroids. So, But, but accolades, you know, mm-hmm. show that... They show that he before, was a great player. Even before he was a great player. I think we had this conversation on, like, episode two. Yeah, probably. On Barry Bonds, on whether or not he was a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And I told you, Maddie, what if they put a segment out, like, Steroid era players. Yeah, sure. And I said I'm all in for that. And I've decided I'm not with that anymore. Oh, okay. No more steroid era players. Just in? Just in. You're a Hall of Famer because your talent and your what you put out shows you're a Hall of okay. Famer. That's fair. Juice or not, how many, up until, what was it, like 2004 is when mm-hmm. that scandal happened? Yeah. So you have from 1990 to 2003. Yep. Who is to say? A lot of there people. There aren't a, a ton of Hall of Famers yep. already in. Yeah. That had it. Yeah, you're right. They just didn't get caught. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. That, that, that's why. That's why I'm not so much against. Like, if he gets and he gets it, I'm not gonna be pissed. And not I would only prefer, that, yeah. you gotta remember this guy. In a sense, him, Sosa, McGuire saved baseball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baseball was going dead because it wasn't entertaining enough until these guys started. Whether like or not, home runs. or not, 
started hitting freaking bombs. Mm-hmm. Started seeing 50, 40 home runs a year. And it was just like... Even more shit. It, it really was a lot more if we're really thinking about it. But I'm just saying, like, when we see a 40, 50 home run guy now, we're like, holy crap, this guy hits a home run every time, right? Mm-hmm. That's nowadays where launch angle and home runs is a thing where a guy has 20 home runs and you're just like, okay, yeah. everybody has 20 home runs now. That's true. That, you're right. So this guy saved baseball. Yeah. And for that, not only for saving the baseball, the stats show it. Yes, he wasn't probably the greatest guy out there. But he's shown his ability to save baseball and his stats. Yes. Just no no, Th- no asterisk, no nothing. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Put him with the little Giants hat already. Let's get it over with. Okay, fair. Hey, I'm not I'm not mad about that. I totally get it. Like Barry Bonds is a is a is a guy. Um there's other guys as you as I see the list as we go down. There's those guys who weren't good enough. I don't think they were good enough at all. The steroids made it closer, and that's why I'm like, for sure, no. I know right? exactly who you're talking about, easy. and I, I want to bring him. I'll bring him up next right now. Okay, let's do it. Sammy Sosa is who you're talking about, yep. correct? So you're right, spot on. Sammy Sosa put up tremendous numbers, 273 average, 58.6 war, seven-time All-Star, MVP. He actually beat out uh, McGuire, I believe it was, mm-hmm. for the MVP. Six-time Silver Slugger, 609 RBI, uh, home runs, yes. over 1,600 RBIs. Those numbers, I don't know if they're really his numbers. Exactly. Because after, I think it was like 31 or 32, whoop, yep. the big drop-off when they really looked into it. Yep. Now, I've, I've said it before, and I stick to it, that just because I take it doesn't mean it's a home run. Uh-huh. It's more of, yes, I'm in better condition than you. Does it make yeah, sense? Yeah, like, yeah, no. You're, like, you're right. steroids, is, I've said it, is we not going to go out it. and make it, me a home run hitter. Yeah, I can take it tomorrow and take it for the next year. Yeah. I'll play in my Sunday league, and I'll be lucky if I still hit one. Yeah, you're right. No, of course. You That's still just need what to, it yeah, is, man. These guys are still, you know, the skill is still there. I mean, you know, 609 home runs, six silver sluggers, like you said, seven-time All-Star. You got an MVP under your belt. How much is that? Let's say you take away the steroids, and you, even if you take away half his home runs, three hundred home runs in the lead in the big leagues. That's a it's a great feat. That um, is something to that's do. That's a hall of good. That's yeah. That's, that's a hall of good. Maybe yeah. No, it's hall of good actually. But so three hundred home runs, you can't take that away from from anybody. So even if you slash all those in half, he was a two fifty hitter with three hundred home runs. That's still trust me. If he was clean, if that you're telling me I have a guy in his career going to hit two fifty with three hundred home runs in his career, I would take him. That's, no, a, I agree. that's a pretty good player. So I'm not no knock on Sammy. Just the steroids made him a little closer to what he is. But not only that, he had the cork bat issue. Yes, he already got a pop for that. Yeah, so there's too many factors into him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not only that, defensively he wasn't that great. Yep. Yeah, because right now if you talked about if him, we talked Barry. Barry was phenomenal in yes. Pittsburgh. It's not until he gets to San Francisco that he looks like the freaking Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're his right. defense. Plummets. Plummets. You're right. No, yeah, Barry wasn't. Uh, Stolen wasn't, bases wasn't were there. You know, Barry did it all. Barry was a play. today's Mike Trout. Yeah, he was. He was a baseball player, man. So that's why Barry gets a nod for me. Sammy has the five, six years that I said. Yeah, even that. But yeah. it's just, it wasn't, it was five, six years of greatness, greatness, but it wasn't great greatness. Like, I couldn't look at you and say Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm, you on, I'm on with you. So this is one that I think is actually a little interesting that I kind of got one over. Okay. Tory Hunter. Tory Hunter. Former, what he played? Former Tiger, former Angel, former Twin. Yeah, Twin is probably his, his that, that's go-to. That's what he's known for, right? Yes. Twins. This guy was a, he wasn't necessarily the prototypical center fielder in the sense that he had pop. At this time, center field, all defense. And yes. he provided that. Defense Nine gold speed. gloves. Mm-hmm. He had the speed, 50.7 war, 277 batting average. I want to say he has over 300 home runs. Um... 
What is your opinion on yes, him? Yes, he has 353 home runs. I'm checking for you just in case. Thank you. So Torrey Hunter for me. And he still had 1391 RBIs. Yes. Samuel, we just talked about who was a home run hitter, had 16. So it was about 200 difference. Yes, yes, yes. Um, For me, uh, Torrey Hunter, Hall of Very Good. For me, this is me personally. I think uh, defensively, you're right, elite. Elite defensively. Um, I guess when it comes to... Like, like we've talked about that we need to kind of change the way we look at certain things about the Hall of Fame and certain things. Obviously, we're not voters, but just the way I see it, I still think in a way there are some thresholds that need to be met for you to make it to the Hall of Fame. Um, 2,400 hits. Yeah, 2,400 hits is, is good. The one I'm not too big on for being a guy who was... Um, would you say Torrey Hunter is the middle of the order bat? No, to me, at the time, he was like a two. He was like a two. Um, even with that, he's 1,391 RBIs is really good, but some of these some of these like greats are 2,000 RBIs, man. They're in the 2,000 RBIs. Even The, the hits is, is impressive for me. Uh, 2,400, I think he's very close in this age, this new age of baseball. Mm-hmm. That It's not 3,000 anymore. I think it's kind of gone down. 3,000 used to be, if you're a, a player, you're almost automatically in. It's just how it is. Even because usually, if you're hitting three thousand, your average is going to be bumped up because you're obviously mm-hmm. three thousand hits. And then obviously, if you have three thousand hits and you have power, that's a plus. But if you had three thousand hits just in general, that's great. Like a uh, Wade Boggs example, he didn't have a lot of power, but you know. No, I, I just want to tell you just from right here, from two thousand and one to mm-hmm. two thousand eleven, so a ten year span. Yes. Four homers. He was a center fielder that averaged over twenty home runs. Mm-hmm. Very nice. He actually he had one year where it's fourteen, but injury shortened year. Yeah. So he showed that he had the power mm-hmm. in a time frame where the center fielder did not have power. Yes. Uh, I, he put uh, up about mm-hmm. almost 90 RBIs a year. Yes. More than likely from that two spot. And averaged, give or take, 15 stolen bases a year. Yeah. And played gold glove caliber defense. Yeah. So to me, that's where he gets the nod because I'm looking at these lists and I know these guys are going to come in. And I'm just saying to myself, if this guy goes in... You have to put this guy. Okay, over here. fair enough. You're doing it based on other people who might be in. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, because that's, I have to fine. do the the newfound way. That that's fair. Like, that's fair. That's fair. Before I would have said Tory Hunter, Hall of Good. Yeah, Hall of Great. Yeah, great player, but mm-hmm. not Hall of Fame. The reason I say it is because of this next guy. You're saying Hall of Good, but these guys are thinking he's going in. Omar Vizquel. Really? Okay. There's a lot. Oh, there's we, a big push for him right now. Mm-hmm. For me, Hall of Great. Hall of Good. Yes. Four, 45.6 war. That's under the 50 that Tory Hunter already had, right? Mm-hmm. 272 average as a shortstop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Usually at this time, shortstop's 300. Great defense, right? Yep. No power. No pop. But yeah, he had the 404 stolen bases, 2,800 hits, 11-time gold glove, three-time all-star. He only hit 300 once. I yep. have that on my thing. You're, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm with you here. Hall of Very Good for Armor of a Scale. Also, longevity helped him a lot. Uh, didn't want to go back to Tory Hunter just for a little bit. Uh, those 19 years, again, that's the reason why I give him the Hall of Very Good. I feel like a lot of his numbers are longevity. That just kind of helped him. Because he's a consistent player, which is great. I just don't think he was ever the elite of the elite. That's why uh, Torrey Hunter is very good. Omar Vizquel, Hall of Very Good. See, now, wh- how about what's the argument, Matt? Remember how I just said 3,000 hits. If Omar Vizquel had 3,000 hits, then yes. But You say yes? Well, 3,000 hits is that threshold where right? you did um, it. but You did it because, but I'm, the only reason I say that, because let's just say he goes to that 3,000 3, hits, would would have been, what, another 100, remember, 100, that's 100, 100, 110 hits probably? Right? 110 hits 
boosts that to 270. Exactly. A tremendous amount. amount of, so he might have been in 299 or something like that. If you're, even, if you're almost at 300 mark, it's a different story than it, being 270 with, with zero with pop. Yeah, you're able to do some bases and, also, and had great defense. I think what would have helped him too if he had that three thousand hits. Let's just say, let's just say it was two ninety four. Because let's just say that two ninety four, three thousand hits, but you're an eleven time Gold Glove. I might give that to you, right? Because that means you you hit the ball pretty damn well. You got on a lot. Four hundred stolen bases is not too shabby, and you have eleven Gold Gloves. So really remember good. how great he was defensively, right? Yes. His war was 45.6. Yeah. So, how, so technically how he was, was only 45 wins better than the average player. Yeah, no, you're, do, you're... And that's over damn near 20 years. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So that's why, like, if he gets in, I'm going to lose my cool, first of all. Yes. Because this guy, to me, is not in it. And then I'm going to look back at all the people, all the Hall of Good. Yeah, you better let all those guys in now. Yeah, because that's, you that's, just, by doing this, you're ruining kind of that Hall of Fame name. Yeah, no, you're good. That, that's the one they like. Uh, they had a lot of backlash when they let that guy in. Uh, a couple years. Harold Baines. I know there was yeah. A Harold big, Baines was a big one because I think like, he was similar like a 280 that, that kind of. Kind of yeah, thing. I got you. Okay. So to me, that's where like, hey, all right, if you're this is what it is. First guy I need to call up. Hey, Steve Garvey. Yeah, you're in now. <laughs> just let's be honest. Yeah. Just call it what it is, man. Like these guys were bona fide stars. When you looked at them, you're like, hey. Probably Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's the problem with having this kind of stuff. I do. Uh, well, let's talk about it after. But um, just remind me. Just hey Matt, don't forget about that one point you had. I'll remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to it. Um, next guy. I think he's gonna get it. To me, he's just not it because of Mike Musina, his former teammate Andy Pettit. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Um, Probably. What would you say? Y- Yankee or Astro? Yankee. You remember yeah. him more as a Yankee, huh? Yeah. He Yankee. had more years as an Astro, but you just tend to remember him as a Yankee. Yeah, because the beginning of years and his end of career, of course, he won a championship with the two, you know, at the end. Um, hell of a, hell of a postseason pitcher, but remember, postseason technically does not, does not count. Does not count. Um, and I think that's like when you, I don't know if anyone's ever done jury duty before. You're not supposed to say, I'm not saying what was on mine because that's illegal. But what I'm saying is sometimes they tell you, they say something, they say it incorrectly, and they tell you, oh, yeah, just forget what he just said. Because he said it wrong. Omit, omit the information. Exactly. That was just given so, to and you. you just go, wait. So you're gonna you um, expect me as a human being to for just I didn't hear that and not put that in my same thing. So a lot of people are probably looking at like, oh, he's a good pitcher because you're probably remembering some of the postseason stuff. That's just my opinion. I thought Andy Pettit was a pretty good pitcher. Uh, hell of a move as well uh, for a first base move. Two fifty six, one fifty three. Of course, as we said, wins have slowly lost their. Their meat, their touch, their touch. Yeah, unless you have the three hundred, it, it doesn't really matter yeah. to these guys. Um, unfortunately, like we said, things have changed, right? The, the wins are not. But Andy Pettit pitched kind of an era, and he's pitched so long that the wins kind of meant something. Then, so that's the only reason. Um, you did you you wrote under here uh, more mediocre years than great, and I'm with you. Three point eight five in the American League East is really good. Don't get me wrong. No, I think it's great, but at and the same time, especially pitching at the you know he pitched with the steroid guys, right? Probably. But I agree with you. The Hall of very good. If that's the case, Pedro pitched throughout that whole time. Exactly. That tells you how to something good. Exactly. But at the same point, I gotta look at. I'm gonna hold you to Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. standards. You need to be around this point. You're good. No, I'm with you. Like to me, um, it bothers me. I think he's gonna get in. But to me, he's not a Hall of Famer. Hall of 
to me, he's not even hollow great. He's hollow good. I, no, that's why I went hollow good too. I agree with yeah. you. I look at. The, I know it's hard to say like, oh, well, he you know, he had a three eighty five ERA. And it's like, well, maybe his defense was bad. Maybe this. Maybe that. Whatever it is, right? There's more to it. Yeah. But fair. at the same point, if I can average almost four runs off of you, how dominant are you? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's just to me. Like, no, dude. I'm. If you're dominant, dollar. I'm not get. I have. I'm gonna go look at the calendar and be like, damn, I got petted tomorrow. Skip. My back hurts. Yeah. I don't want to face him. Yeah. And with me, you don't get that with Andy Pettit. I don't look at him and say, not today, folks. I'm going, I'm staying home. That, that's, that's where I hold my bar for pitchers. You're good, man. I agree with you. So next guy who is actually on a hot streak right now. They're talking about him heating up. Andrew Jones. Really? Andrew Jones? Andrew Jones. Possibly going into the Hall of Fame. 62.7 war. Five-time All-Star. Ten-time Gold Glove. 254 average. 434 home runs. The uh, uh, yeah, uh, nay. I'm just kidding. I was going to say yay. No, nay. Um, surprising to see his numbers now that you put him out there. Because I've, I only remember him. I thought he was only playing in Atlanta for like eight years. But what I'm trying to say is I only remember Andrew Jones for being in Atlanta. And, of course, he did sign this year with the Dodgers. Did not go well. He played a little bit with the Yankees. I think somewhere else. So, basically, we're just talking about those eight years in Atlanta when she was still young. So, he, he came up at 19. Yeah, and he was able to five all-star, 10 gold gloves, almost 500 home runs. I mean, that's pretty good. He was, I, that's that's really good for a guy who was really young, played, you know, I think he kind of fell off really fast for me and just never really got back to that Hall of Fame status. Really good player. I think, I don't even think he's Hall of Great. I think he's Hall of Good because unfortunately for Andrew Jones, once he's off the ballot 20 years from now, unless you're not a Braves fan, I don't think a lot of people are going to remember who he was. And I, I think you just said right there, you're not going to kind of remember. Um, came up in, in 1996, 19 years old. Wasn't too hot that first year and kind of broke onto the scene in 97. I believe his glove is really what got him in. Mm-hmm. He, had the, he obviously had the raw power, but I'm looking here and I'm just, first glance at his numbers and I'm not like anything like, wow. No. He's, his best year was in 2000, 2000 at 23 years old. 303 average. He had, he didn't even walk that much. He had 59 RBI, uh, 59 walks, 21 stolen bases, 104 RBIs, 36 home runs, 36 doubles, and almost 199 hits. His best year was in 2003, and he doesn't really match that afterwards. Yes, the power, boom. Yes, he has the glove, but I don't see Hall of Fame. I don't see Hall of, I don't know, man. Fell off too early for me. Yeah, it fell off really early. So by age 30, he was pretty much done. H30, 222 average, 26 home runs, 94 RBIs, and Atlanta made a good decision to say, we don't think it's just a bad year. We think this is what he is now. Dodgers foolishly go out, pay a big money to get him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hits 158 with them. Yeah, man, that's unfortunate. Yeah, because... So by 31, his career was done. Yeah, man. Yeah, he stayed in the league, but he didn't perform at all. I'm looking at this stuff, like, he didn't perform. He was basically done at 30. Now, he had, like, a nice seven-year span where he was pretty much averaging about 100 RBIs, 35 home runs, 260 average, which I would take. You know, if you, you told me your, your starting center fielder with the gold glove defense, if your starting center fielder did that, I would take that right away. But, you know, not a Hall of Fame, you know, type caliber player, unfortunately. All right. Next one I have for you. Kurt Schilling. Yes. Former Red Sox, former Arizona Diamondback. More in the news lately due to his comments on Twitter. Yeah, your name. Ah, Kurt Schilling's a tough one for me. I haven't really dove into him very much. Uh, personally, as like a, when I hear him talk and I see his personality, I don't like the guy. Not going to lie. 
doesn't rub me the wrong way. But that's not doesn't count towards your Hall of Fame. Just how I mentioned the postseason, you're the way you are personality that should not affect you at all. So I know Chris Schilling is a really good pitcher. He was an outstanding pitcher, in fact. Also a really good postseason pitcher, which doesn't count again. But a 3.46 ERA, six-time All-Star, four Cy Young, top five finishes, which in my opinion, that's that tells you a decent amount. I mean, four is good. Like if you put one Cy Young top, that doesn't matter. Two, four is not bad because that means you've consistently been good. You mm-hmm. might have been beat out by one guy who was just good that year. Uh, Christian Lee for me is the Hall of Great. I think he's a really good pitcher. I, know, I thought you were about to say Hall of Fame. I was like, no, no, really? no, no, no. I think Hall of Great. Um, I think, I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to make it, though. I don't know why. He's already at 70%. Yeah, I think he's right on the cusp, and I think he will make it. Um, so, not too crazy about it, but not too crazy, like, upset about it. I think he's right on the cusp because with other pitchers, like him and Jack Morris. I think Jack Morris made it on his 15th year, some of that, the last year he was there. So, kind of reminds me of him. Big game pitcher. So I'm looking at here. He had about eight, like, real, like, eh, like he had like eight where you're like, man, those are some really good years. Yeah, that's pretty good for a pitcher. And he had like three where you're like, man, this guy's electric. That was the time where you're like, skip, my back hurts. Yeah, exactly. He had three years of skip, my back hurts. That's not bad. And eight years are really good. And eight years are good. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was mediocre. The issue is he pitched like 19 years. Yeah, and then also again with see that his longevity helps him, but also he didn't really. Does usually, longevity help in his in, as a pitcher though, or does it hurt you? Uh, it's it helps you if you're if you don't if there's not a year where you just are god awful like you damn suck. Well, and, yeah, and <laughs> uh, a few clunkers. Yeah, I mean, 2007 his last year 4.21 ERA. If you want to say that's a clunker, but other than that, you don't go anything higher. He had a 569 in 2005. Yeah, the 569. Pitched 93 innings, probably got hurt, but yeah. he still had a 569, 397 the year afterwards. He ended his career with a 387. Yeah, I mean, sheesh. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, oh, that's not great. Like, it's good stuff, but at the same time. It kind of hurt him in this sense. I just don't think he was awful. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, awful, look at his years awful. in Philly. That's the National League. Remember that. Mm-hmm. He had three years, four years in Philly, five years in Philly. He actually had a good amount of years in Philly, but I see a lot of high threes. Yeah, it's a very, very late bloomer, which just sometimes gives you the weird assumption or weird uh, um, thought, in your, thing. thought in your mind about the Roy's. I, I've never heard anything about so, it, not saying anything about him. It's come out recently that a lot of pitchers are actually on him yeah. in order to recover. Of course. So. We don't know. And that, it, so, but it's it weird. Because, it's not enough to say, like, hey, yeah. It's more like players, like, yeah, we, we look at these hitters wrong, but. You look at all these pitchers. How the hell do you think they pitched every five days, four days, yeah, three days? His, his trajectory, trajectories was just weird. Like, nice, decent, you know, decent pitcher. Nothing to be crazy about. Really nice. Maybe a couple solid years he was a, a nice pitcher. And then all of a sudden he's turns 34. And he in Arizona, he just strings off. Arizona in his one year, first year in Boston, just strings off an amazing 2.98, 3.23, 2.95, 3.26. That is tough. That is tough. You're playing. I know you play in Arizona, but then you win the, Air, the World Series, and then Boston. Though you go to the East and you win it at age 37, um, that has happened before. We're not saying it hasn't, but I'm just saying like it's you know. No, I think he's great. Um, so he's actually at 70 percent of the ballot. Yeah, so I think he's gonna uh, make it. Barry Bonds at 60.7. Yeah, he's a little farther. So 79.5 WAR, right? Mm-hmm. I know what was Barry's. It makes me laugh. One sixty-two. Yeah, that, well, that's every a, other guy on this list doesn't reach 
70 yeah. other than the next guy it's I have just, for you. It's just the integrity part. You know, that, that, that they do say that's part of the game. I understand that, but we can move on. We so can the next move guy on. is Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens at 61%, 139 ER uh, war. Mm-hmm. That's his war, 139. What's your take? I know he's a roid guy. Yep, same thing as Barry. Um, I, 312 ERA lifetime, 354 yeah. wins. He kind of checks, he hits that 300 wins, which is usually the check mark, right? Yeah, 300 wins and the 4,000 strikeouts. That's exactly. also a check mark as well. He's actually at 4,600 strikeouts. You know, he only has four years where he has an ERA of four, and he's in the East mm. his whole career. Yep, yep. Four years out of 24 years. So he, this guy pitched 20 years where he kept it mid-threes or lower. Well, I mean, 24 years in the big leagues and your ERA career is 3.12. That's amazing. That tells you you're probably under two most of your career, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... I, I think we're both thinking the same thing. He's kind of on the Barry track. Kind of, yes, he used it. He's admitted to using it, but he also admitted that, hey, these other guys are using it. These hitters are using it, and I use it to recover from my injuries. Agree. I, I think, and, and for, a, for a pitcher, too, I mean. Those can, arms are freaking dead, man. You like, can throw as hard as you want. You know, every, we all know. We've seen it before. Walker Buehler throws 100, but he throws 100 down the middle. The guys are gonna start hitting it, mm-hmm. so you got to know how to pitch. And Roger Clemens knows how to pitch, so that's why I don't. I I, I see him getting in there. I think so too. Um, the next guy, kind of controversial in the fact that he didn't do anything bad. It's just where he was. Todd Helton, mm-hmm. third year on the ballot, at twenty nine point two percent. Yay or nay for you? Unfortunately, nay. Love Todd Helton. I think he is a great, great person, great player. Again, also used to hate going to Coors and having to face Todd Helton. Was like, this guy's gonna come up with a big hit. Uh, was so happy for him when he made it to the World Series in 2007 after a long uh, career with as a as a Rocky. His whole career as a Rocky. Um, whole year. Hall of for me. Hall of maybe I'll even give him maybe Hall of Great. Hall of very good for Mr. Todd Helton. Hall of consistency. If there's any, if there's any one of them. Hall um, of consistency. Yeah, I like that. Really nice player. Really nice. Like you said, 369 home runs in his career. 316. Um, three-time Gold Glove winner. So you know he was always solid defensively. Only a five-time All-Star. You know, if you're kidding, Chris well, where your average... I think his on. All-Star thing is kind of hurt. He had Mark McGuire at the time. Yeah, I know. He had some big names. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is if he was a lot better... If you're an All-Star great, you're All-Time great, you're going to get there. You're going to get in there. So, Todd Heldon, for me, was just a very damn good player. So, you see, I think this is one of the first ones that we have on here where we're kind of thinking differently. To me, Todd Heldon, he checks off the marks for me. No, he doesn't have the 3,000 hits. That most guys need 2,500. Like you said, great, great glove. Mm-hmm. The knock on him has been course field, as we know, altitude causes the ball to fly. Yeah. Um, to me, he had about nine great years. Actually, he has like 11 great years, but nine consistently mm-hmm. great years playing through injuries. I think he had a lot of back issues, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And because of that, we saw the power go at the end. But at the same time, I just feel like that was one of those guys I looked at, I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably a guy going in the Hall of Fame. Really? Okay, interesting. To me, he was the overall package. Maybe not the speed, but the glove, the leadership, the charisma, the bat. Mm-hmm. He just did it all. Okay, fair. Coors Field or not, I think it would have happened. Yeah. Okay. So, here's an interesting one that I thought you might like here. Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson, first year in the ballot, eh? Yeah, first year. What is your thoughts on his career? Um, 
for the most part, he was very dominant with the A's, very dominant with the Braves. Yeah, good pitcher. A uh, really good pitcher, as you said here. 222 wins, 133 losses. Uh, 3.490 ERA, which is very nice. 1.239 whip. Funny that we will talk about it in a bit with a, with a, with a great right now who's pitching, and I can't believe his whip. Striking out about 2,000 batters with just 917 walks over 3,000 innings. Uh, Tim Hudson... Hollow very good for me. Um, just when you say his name, just doesn't stand out. That's the only thing for me. Again, nice player pitcher, but now you know I, I he's Hall of great. Yeah, to me too. Um, you know, every now and then he was that guy where I don't I don't want to be in the lineup. Yeah, but like, he was just to me he was just very consistent mm-hmm. over his career. Um, you know, he didn't really have too many blips there, man. Like except for San Francisco was last year, like. He was very usable, very durable. Yeah. Went out there, got the ball every fifth day, and just threw, man. And he, when he threw, it was great stuff. No, he wasn't always lights out, but he was always consistent. No, he was very consistent. And the thing with um, the last one you mentioned, even though I, I know I said Todd Helton is a hall of very good for me, Todd Helton is a much more recognizable name, I think, for an average fan than Tim Hudson, I think. I think you're right. I think in 20 years, you might remember Todd Helton. I don't know if people remember Tim Hudson, so I do take that into account, too. So, you said he was first year on the ballot. Do you think he's going to stay on the first year? Or do you think he'll stay on the ballot after this year? Do you think um, he'll get enough votes? I hope he does, because, well, again, I, this is to talk about right after we're done with this, um, that point that I told you, don't forget me to let me forget. Um but I think if you we had to dive into his numbers a little more, there might be more things that are favorable for favorable for him. But who knows? Maybe there's something that doesn't. He just drops out. Um, you know, what I'm gonna go with actually no. I think he's not gonna make it. Uh, there's he's a lot done. of yeah. I think I don't think so. All right. So next one, Scott Rowland. Yes. Ooh, I know we got a long list here, so maybe a little quicker. But at no the same worries. time, Scott Rowland kind of fits into me. Hall of very good. All very good. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're both on that. To me, he's uh, nice player. Say, like, I think him and Todd Helton are close, but I give Todd the nod over him. I think that's how close they are. Interesting. Yeah, and um, Scott it does have the higher war, right, between the two. I he, think he does have the higher war. Seven. I think it more because of his third base. Yeah, it's good defense. Eight, eight time Gold Glove. Yeah, eight so time Gold Glove at third base. Two thousand hits, two eighty one average. Nice player. RBIs. Uh, don't get me wrong. Nice player, Scott Rowland. I think he is Hall of very great. I don't think he was good. I think he's really great. No, I, think, I think he was great too. Great with uh, Toronto at the end or towards the middle. Great with St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Like to me, he was just a great player overall. And uh, yeah, I, I think he's gonna stay on the ballot though. I think Scott Rowland will have a little bit more longevity on the on the ballot. So I agree with this you. is actually his fourth year. He's right now at thirty five point three percent. Okay, do you not see bad. that really trending? Further up, or do you kind of see him stalling out? If this year he's able to move up like a five percent or so, maybe even ten percent. Dude, what the issue is for me? What we're getting to a point where there's no more like that guy's a Hall of Famer, and these guys are gonna go out. And I don't know if they feel the need to always put somebody in. To me, there's not always a need. No, there's not a need. You like just if, do it. If there's nobody in this class that makes it, then there's nobody in the class that mm-hmm. makes it. And I'm afraid we're gonna we're getting to that point where. They're just going to put guys in to have a guy. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. Because the past few years, you know, Jeter took up all the votes. Mariano took up all the votes. Griffey. Ken Griffey mm-hmm. took up a lot of the votes. I believe they're only allowed to vote for like 10 guys. Yeah. That's just where it kind of comes in. Because I'm looking at this list. I have a, I'm going to give you the list afterwards. You just say yay or nay. Because to me, they weren't worthy of talking. Mm-hmm. But maybe they mean something more to you. All right. Um, Billy Wagner. Top five closer to me. Yes. You, what do you think? He's at 422 saves. There's literally only five people ahead of him. 
Mariano yeah. Hoffman, Kevin Rodriguez, Kevin, because uh, <laughs> K Rod. Yeah, you got uh, Frankie Rodriguez, John Franco, Lee Smith. <sighs> Three of those guys are in the Hall of Fame already. Eckersley is in the Hall of Fame, but he's actually sixth or seventh on the list. Yeah, I think he did it a little bit with his starting pitching too. Uh, Billy Wagner, I don't know. I had to dig into his stats a little more. Fortunately, I'll give you a soft no. I saw Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very Good. He's is at thirty-one percent. I think he's eventually going to get in. Not this year. Um, eventually he'll get in. The Colosal role has kind of taken a hit over these past mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. after Hotman and Mariano, but I still think that he's had it. If you're willing to put Keith Lee in. You're going to be willing to put... Oh, I mean, Keith Lee. Lee Smith in. Mm-hmm. Then I think he deserves to get in. That's true. That's a good point. That's why I said I think he went no, like a solid, dominant, like, 10 years where he was just lights out. Like, he came in and you, yeah, you, you didn't want the game was him. damn near over. Yeah, you're right. I think his playoff numbers aren't that great. But yeah, at the same point... Doesn't matter, yeah. Shouldn't count, right? Technically, yes. it doesn't count. Um, next guy on here. Former Dodger, Gary Sheffield. Uh, Hall of Very, Very Great. Uh, he does hit that 500 home run, which is pretty good. Um, but again, he has a, unfortunately for him, I'm not saying this is against me. I'm just saying as a player, as I saw him really good defense, wasn't the best as we, we've talked about that before. And it doesn't help that he is in that steroid. Oh, he might've done it. I don't he think might. it's fair. Uh, uh, like we said, we talked we about don't the, know, right? the, the but Mike Yatsa got in. Exactly. But something about Gary Sheffield just doesn't go to the extra mile to give him that. I think I don't think that little extra. Oomph. No, yeah. I agree. You know, I think he's all very great. Uh, I think he was, but I think he was a tremendous player. I think like, I think he, he has like five, six years. You're like, yeah, that's probably hall of fame. But then unfortunately after that, it's not as dominant. I don't think he has an all, all around game. Unfortunately, I think hitting wise, he was amazing. He, he, no, was, no, I agree. He, was a, he was a menace. But other than that, he was just lacking on some other things. I which, feel like that's what kind of hurts some of these guys that, you know, you have five or four elite, uh, absolutely elite mm-hmm. years where you're like, Hey, that might be like one yeah. of the best players in the game. Top 10 players in the game. Right. But then afterwards, you have years that are great for everybody else, but they're not great for you anymore mm-hmm. because you had these. And that's what kind of lowers, to me, your, yeah, yeah, your Hall of Fame because of this. Maybe you just had some good luck. Maybe whatever happened, right? Yeah. You're right. That's no. just to me what right. happens. Like, there's certain guys like Gary Sheffield to me is like that. Like, yeah, you had some elite years, but you also had just some, like, great years. Yeah, decent years. I got you. Todd Helton, for your, for your argument, I think he's the same way. Got it. Scott Rowland, same way. I just, to me, Todd Allen had enough great years. That's fine. To okay. Get it. Okay. I, I'm, yeah, again, if Todd Allen, I wouldn't be mad. I just, he's a little, mm, like, a, kind of a stretch for me. That's all I'm saying. I understand it. Next guy, another former Dodger. Actually, I have yeah. three Dodgers on the list. Yeah, you do. You do. Manny Ramirez, 12 time All Star, 312 average, 555 home runs, 1500 RBIs, nine Silver Sluggers, and a 30, 69.34. For me, see, for me, this one. I, I, when I, it's just, this is eye test. Manny is probably one of the best damn hitters I've ever seen in the fucking planet. Uh, fortunately for him, popped twice for steroids, probably won't make it because of that reason. For me, if I was voting, let's say, I, let's say he didn't have steroids, his defense was awful, was horrific, but he was such a damn good hitter. That I would matter. I would have put him in the Hall of Fame. That guy is one of the best hitters I've ever seen in my life. So, you mentioned the two years he got popped, right? Yeah. 2010 at 38 years old. Yeah. And 2011 at 39 years yeah. old. Yeah. To me, that kind of makes sense. Why? Yeah, it does make sense. I'm nope. older. I can't mm-hmm. get. I I can't play every day anymore. Yes, right. And yes. maybe I need a little bit of a boost mm-hmm. in order to get my body to recover. Yeah. Because remember, to me, I, if I'm not mistaken, HGH recovery. Yes. Not necessarily gonna make most, me. Most most of these we've we've already agreed. They're for recovery. They're just for recovery for the next day. Just to get ready for the yeah, we get through the week, right? And allows you to perform your best. Freaking 162 game season, so. So to me, yes, he. I know he he got popped with them. I know yeah. he had them. 
But if I look at it in his last three years, yeah, the the problem it's, it's not even. I know it happened twice. Yeah, that's the bad part, right? I, that it happened twice. And also the bad part, which I was, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But remember, we talked about that whole. This just happened. Let's not let's forget that you know human nature. But I think he's gonna do it. Human nature is to assume he did it twice. He's he did it. Early in his career, have done it early which is not career. fair because if you don't have evidence, you can't do you that. You can't but, say it right, but but people will do that. No, I, I I know, and I get it. But to me, it's just 38, 39 years old. I'm not gonna count it against you, man. Yeah, That's you're just not you trying to stay two. with the young yeah. bucks because to me, it's harder if you have a name like Manny's to just whip, kind of hey, dude, whip her away, right? Like, yeah, wither away your career mm-hmm. because you can't keep up with everybody anymore. And what I was going to say is that a freaking, like you just said, he did it like his last two years, that one year with the Dodger, he was already 38 years old. 38 years old. And, and that guy's hitting 19, he's hitting 353 or something like that with the Dodgers, 19 home runs. Like, yeah, HGH can help you recover. Let's just say he was doing that, can help you recover. But dude, you still got to be able to hit the damn ball. Mm-hmm. You still got to. Well, remember, so at 36 years old is when he came to the Dodgers yeah. and he hit 396 with the 17 home runs. The next year, he hit 19 home runs, 290, 290 average. Mm-hmm. At 37, 36-year-old, I'm not expecting the 40, 50 home runs you used to hit. In Boston, 36-year-old, he was already down to 20. Yeah. Yes, it was because of, uh, I'm sorry, that was his last year with Boston. He actually finished that year with 37 home runs in 2008. Yeah, because it was switched. So 2007, he hit 20 home runs is mm-hmm. what I meant. I'm sorry about that. No, I got you. But at the same point, like I look at it, I'm not expecting that from a 38-year-old. No yeah. No, at right, this point, right. I need you to stay with your average and just... Put the ball in play, Sheesh, get the RBIs. Like I said, one of the best hitters I've ever seen. So to me, uh, he's. I hope. I really hope he gets the nod. I think he should. I think he's deserving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's I'm, at twenty eight point two percent right now. He's fifty on the ballot. That's the only issue. Yeah, this I'm, gonna be his I'm with you. I, I I think he. Uh, I would put him in because he was that, that good of a hitter. But unfortunately, I don't think he's gonna get in. Makes but, sense. All right, last guy here, probably one of the unlikable guys on the list. Just unfortunately, can't. yeah. Um, most home runs by a second baseman, 55.4 war, 2,400 hits, 370 home runs, 290 average career, 1,500 RBIs. Four-time Silver Slugger, five-time All-Star, and the 2000 MVP. And he was a four-time uh, top 10, top 10 final, gotcha. See, for me, I am a Jeff Kent fan as much as I don't like as a guy. Um, well, I never did not like the guy, but I understand people saying, yeah, he wasn't a not likable dude. Jeff Kent... I think you have to also put him into consideration with other guys in his position. And when it comes to that, mm-hmm. he is probably the best hitting second baseman. So that probably. was my argument for him to mm-hmm. give him the yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, it's tough to just look at the guy and say, well, do you match the Hall of Fame credentials, right? Well, because yeah, whatever it may be. Second baseman's. normally aren't great hitters. Well, you're not going to put like Mike Trout with Ozzy Smith. Like, no. never, you know. I have a bone to pick about the Ozzy Smith. Oh, okay. I don't think. Really? Okay. If he's in, why isn't Omar in already? That's true. And I think that's why Omar's trending in the right way because Ozzy got in. That's true. But I think Ozzy, unfortunately for us, we didn't see him play. But I remember people, like, for example, my dad says Ozzy was like. No, I understand. But he was that good. But let's move he's on. He's one for, dimensional. For another like, time. Yeah, you say Manny, but Manny actually puts numbers on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're saving some numbers. Yeah. But how many? You're only saving the numbers that are hit. Within in, in the area, space, that's right? fair. That's fair. Let's go. But go ahead, Jeff Kent. Jeff we Kent, both agree. I, I'd give him a yes, just because he's one of the best hitting second basemen yeah. of all time. If and you look at his numbers, after he gets in, I think Chase Elliott should go in because I think Chase Elliott might be top three all time second he's very baseman. Close. Yeah, yeah. Just, not not hitting wise, like full package. Chase Elliott might be top three. Yeah, second baseman ever in baseball. Because right now, the the prototypical best second baseman of all time probably goes to Ryan Sandberg, right? You would say, so? yeah, him or um. Cobb. 
Or, I think uh, Cobb was the second baseman majority of his career. Too. I think no, he goes. I think he went in there. Did he go in as an outfielder? As an outfielder. Okay, because I know he played a lot of second um, base too. But but um, you might be right. It might be Sandberg. Right. In, I think that's or the, Jackie. But Jackie even played first. Yeah, he played third everywhere. Outfield. But you know what I'm talking about? Like the like third baseman. You would probably say the best third baseman just on numbers would probably be maybe Mike Schmidt. Right. Maybe. Maybe right. That's like the guys you look at. So if you compare Jeff Kent into. The Ryan Sandberg, whoever else was in that position. I'm forgetting a couple sec- Hall of Fame second basements. Jeff Kent's pretty up there. No, I think you're right. right. I think you're right. He should be up there, and I hope he gets the nod. Um, wrapping up, I got a few on, a few right here for you. Little power play, whatever you want to call it. What would you call it? What do you mean? Are we going quick? Quick. The rundown. Quick rundown. Yay, nay. If you have a yay, give me why. Got it. Cool. All right. So, I like guys, that I didn't have on the list. Mark Burley. <laughs> no. No, I agree. Hall of very good. Dan Heron. No, like the guy, but no. Barry Zito. No. Or Ramos Ramirez. Oh wow, that's a throwback. Nice player, but no. Shane Victorino. Flying Hawaiian, no. Andrew Burnett. <laughs> Crazy guy, no. <laughs> Nick Slisher. Uh love his personality, but no. no. Uh, Hall of Fame personality, but not <laughs> Hall of Fame player. Latroy Hawkins. Nice player. Way to transition from a closer to a starter back to a closer, but no. And the last one I have right here is Michael Kadire. I don't like the guy. He, you don't like he, him? He called us out when Chase Ellie slid dirty into because <laughs> he was on the men. No, but I understand that. Uh, no, Kadire, good hitter, but no. So no. to me, I was like, hey, because these are the top. So what I gave you is actually the top 25 Hall of Fame mm-hmm, potential players, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, they actually have Michael Kadire as 25th. But I think he, oh, Bobby Abreu. Nice player, but no. So Bobby Abreu is 14th because he had some votes last year. Out of those last names I just gave you, who's the one guy that you'd be like, maybe? Honestly, nobody, man. Uh, but. Like, if you had to just pick one. Just damn. Um, you gave me a lot of names, though. Maybe Mark Burley, I guess, if I had to say one. Uh, okay, so it's not. For me, I was actually looking at the 25th guy, Michael Kadire. Really? Michael Kadire? I think he had. Yes, he's a Rockies guy. But he had a handful of seasons. Well, he was three hundred average with the Twins. He was a good hitter. He was oh, a good hitter. Twins. That's what it was. Twins. Yeah, good hitter, right? Yeah. Like to me, he had the the most years where he was consistent. That's fair. And then probably I'll put a Ramos, maybe Barry, maybe Dan. That's about it. I can't go much further than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what was your one point? Mark, we're wrapping see, up. Mark Barley, two fourteen one sixty three point eight one. Not a bad pitcher, but no. It was a lot of force to me. It was about the whip. Uh, You you mentioned Tim Hudson uh, at a one point two. What did you um, not learn? But remember when you said, "What did what what did you find out today?" Uh, What did did you discover? Right. What did you discover? One point two ERA. What did you say? One point two whip or something like that. Right. Mm One point two three nine whip. And those are. The reason why people listening 1.239 is important is because every single one is important. Like if you were, you had a good year, that will go down very little. 1.220. That's actually a big jump, mm-hmm. right? I was talking with my brother the other day, and whose whip did you look up? It's gonna be a Hall of Famer whip. Yeah, of huh? course. Well, he is currently still pitching. Kershaw. Mister Clayton Kershaw. What's his whip? His whip. Point nine in his career. No, it's not point nine. One point zero zero three. One point zero zero three. And so you're talking more about than likely that was under one until like the past four years. Sure. Even though this last year his whip was zero point eight four zero. And of course people were you know complaining about that. Oh, he kinda lost his 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 groove, right? His whip 
0.840 last year 1.043 so technically that will bump up your your his whip because right now it's lower 1.041 this this stretch right here 0 0.949 0 0.725 0 0.881 the 725 0, is the MVP here right no it's a 2016 year dude Cy Young not even a Cy Young fifth in Cy Young uh -huh. 0 0.881, 0 0.857, 0 0.915. One, two. That's a five-year stretch. And he didn't even win the Cy Youngs then. That's how freaking crazy. He won that one MVP in the Cy Young, but did not win it. That's oh, I just wanted to bring that up because when you said, this guy is close into, you know, like we said, Tim Hudson, call it very good. His whip is this. Very good whip. But his whip was what, Right. When you hit, was what? And then Pedro, one of the greatest all time, like you said, pitching in the American League East almost pretty much his whole career. 1.054. 1.003 for Kershaw, 1.054 for Pedro, and that's amazing too. Can you give me Nolan Ryan's whip? Yeah, of course, I can give you Nolan Ryan's I bet you that thing is about 1.5. Yeah, it's probably a little so, higher. If you were to take Nolan Ryan now, would you look at those other numbers, those newer numbers, and try to figure out whether or not? Like he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he probably is because of his strikeouts, and he probably no, has actually, you know wins. what? Uh, really respect uh, one point two four seven whip. What did Hudson have? One point two. Yeah, like one point three. One point three nine. So, so he was better. Though. His whip was whip, better. Technically better. Whip was better. Um, of course, what gives Nolan uh, longevity? But you know, almost, strikeouts. Almost six thousand strikeouts, dude. Fifty-seven hundred. Oh no, yeah, five thousand seven hundred. And then, obviously, a lot of innings pitch. His ERA, though, was not bad, though, for a guy who pitched very long. 3.19 is not bad. No, no you know what? that's a lot better it's, than I was expecting. I was ready to hear, like, a 3.4. No, dude, 3.19 for a guy who pitched 27 years, technically, in the big leagues. And we had Kurt Schilling, who pitched 23. And his is, what, 3.8, you said, or 3.7? Yeah, like 3.5 or whatever it was. So, that gives you an idea, but... um. Wow! Just just wanted to add that because that I was a good note. That, that was pretty cool because you said the whip and you. This is a guy who we're thinking who could be, might be, and you got a guy who's killing. Well, you see, him that's the difference the between a, a for sure yes and your maybes. Exactly. That's what I just. That's wanted the difference, to add. and you gave that number. Now, if we were to look at Pettit, it'd be nowhere near. But on more than no. likely, this guy's going to go in, right? Yeah, that's true. So you're right. What is our Hall of Fame really becoming? I know, no, I, I, you're right, you're right. And analytics, in a way, do help us, but then maybe they go too in-depth in this aspect where they're trying to say, well, in this one situation, blah, 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 really think he was the greatest. But I'm like, but most people don't see that. I agree. But anyway, this was fun. Are you going to digress? This, this is, this is great. I digress. This is a great choice. Chris, thank you so much. Thanks for... for, for that's Chris. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Don't worry, he'll be back next time. <laughs> um, something that I discovered today. Maddie did not know some of these wrestling songs, and it was very disappointing. Yeah, so don't hey, ask Matt WWE trivia Three questions. out of five ain't bad, okay? I'll take that. Um, guys, we're wrapping up here. As always, you know, you guys can find us on Instagram, Facebook. What else, Maddie? Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, GDW, with Matthew and Jeremy. Um, Matthew and Jeremy for Instagram and Twi and uh, Facebook. Guys, make sure you guys get your habits gear. Remember, you'll wear your habits. Use promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy right now. They actually have a buy one, I believe. Buy one, get one free. And use the promo code, and you'll probably get that extra 15% off plus an extra shirt. Not only that, guys, make sure you get your fresh, clean tees. Who's having 30% off right now? Make sure you use promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy to get your fresh, clean tees, your fitted tees the way you want it. What else do we got, Maddie? Well, are you thirsty? A little bit. Make sure you get that raised energy. 
Because guess oh. which one I had the other day? Remember I said I had grape? Mm-hmm. I had the fruit punch one. It was delicious. You loved it? It wasn't the name of fruit punch. They have cool names, but I, it tastes like fruit punch to me, and I liked it. <laughs> All right. Make sure you go there. And, guys, make sure you check out Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy.com where you can find the latest episodes. Not only that, find out. Well, not find out, but find our merchandise, guys. Right now, we got our phenomenal T-shirts and sweaters going on sale at a very low price for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Make sure you guys get those guys good holiday gifts for all of our listeners. And as always, guys, much much love. love.